thankful for what I did. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's all about the brain to body connection. Throughout time, I was it was probably about ten months into me um, being paralyzed. I was seven months. And I left the hospital, so probably three months out of hospital, three, four months out of hospital, I was sitting there watching uh, the TV show House, and I was still pretty paralyzed. Like, my paralyzed waist down, and all of a sudden, I got my very first erection. Post, like, post paralysis. And I was like, holy fuck! Right? Like, come go, like, go wheel it to my bedroom. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was there was something sexual on the TV, right? Yeah. What's going on everybody? My name is Professor Parks and today I get the pleasure of hanging out with my buddy Len Hernandez. He's a paraplegic out of Texas. Whereabouts in Texas are you? San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he's a tattoo artist, which obviously caught my eye being covered in ink. And uh, I sort of wanted to know what, what Len's story was and I'm sure the viewers want to know it too. Were you, were you born in a wheelchair or did something happen to you in life? No, actually, uh, 2007, um, I had been having back pain for about 10 years prior to 2007. I mean, all of a sudden it's my nerve was just severed from L1 through five, uh, wow. because of, uh, uh, spinal stenosis, severe spinal stenosis. It had the uh, opening in, in the, uh, spinal canal had gone from a dime to a pinhead oh, on five God. vertebrae. The day before my spine went to shit. Um, I had golfed a full 18 holes, had a good time, normal back pain as usual. Next day was my wife's birthday, uh, getting ready to go to the movies and, uh, walking down the hall and I just collapsed. Like I couldn't feel anything from my waist down. And then, um, after that was in the hospital for the weekend, had a laminectomy, I went through five and everything came back slowly to right above my knees. So oh, so you, you did get some recovery then when you were in the hospital? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess they caught it in time. Like it didn't fully sever the nerve, so. That's so wild, man. I, I, I'm glad that you were able to catch it to a certain point. So is that where your feeling is as well? Not just your physical movement, just uh, your knees? Yeah, from my knees down, I have no muscle control. So basically right. it just you know, dead down there. Placid so. sort of paralysis situation. Yeah, it, it partial partial paralysis or partial paraplegic. Okay, so you were a tattoo artist way prior to all this happening then, eh? Actually, no. Oh, okay. I, I was an airbrush artist uh, since 93 uh, for a company that works out in theme parks. And I started with them and then did caricatures and, and uh, airbrushing for... I was with the company Commons Art Shops, They're actually out of Ohio, and uh, they were in Canada's Wonderland at one point. Oh, no way. That's where so, I'm at. That's uh, like yeah. a little bit away from me, man. Yeah. So uh, I had traveled around a lot, did a lot of that art. I did that for about 23 years. Um, funny thing is, I had applied to be an apprentice at a shop in Kansas City, which where I was living when this all happened. And didn't hear back until I was in rehab uh, that I had uh, got the spot. And I was like, uh, I can't do it anymore. You can't guys are up it. some steps and I can't fucking walk anymore. Yeah, so yeah. Your whole life changes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's wild, man. So you, uh, so you were doing like sort of illustration for a little while. You're doing illustrating? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. 
And then uh, I read that you also did a little bit of a sculpt. You're doing a little bit of sculpting as well. Yeah, I try. It's I tough. I gotta be. I gotta be well rounded. I can't always be drawing. I can't always be tattooing. I gotta sculpt or you know do something. Focus. Otherwise focus I go crazy. on one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's not bad, man. So how long have you been tattooing then? Uh, well, the shop I'm at now, we're actually celebrating our eight year anniversary tomorrow. But uh, I tattooed for a few years prior to that, and then off and on before that. So I I say uh, nine years. You know, okay, okay. It's longer, but I I officially say nine years. Right, right. So when it came to you being in the chair and everything kind of happening, your hospital stay, uh, how did that sort of affect your everyday life? Not just your like getting upstairs, but even just your relationship and stuff like that. Like, what ended up happening with you there? Uh. It was a big, it was a stretch. Uh, I was, I had been married to my wife for a few years prior to, and we had been together for five years before that. So um, it really didn't affect anything. Um, I mean, obviously, you you know, and I'm sure people who are in wheelchairs know that, that when accidents happen, like shit goes down and you don't know what's going on. And, you know, you feel you're depressed and, you know, it's just the worst. Yeah, you really go luckily, through a stage. Yeah, it's it's horrible, but luckily, you know, people like us uh, and people who are watching who are in chairs, like we're strong as shit, you know. Absolutely, you man. Know, you know, and you see, you know, a big person that that really pushed me was uh, Mark Zupan. Okay. That was back in 2007. He had just put a book out, Gimp. He was talking about the whole. Uh, um, rugby wheelchair rugby it's called gimp yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's fucking awesome okay so wheelchair yeah. rugby you gotta check that out you gotta check yeah it out. yeah but i've he... checked out wheelchair rugby before and it is a savage sport yeah. okay yeah. so what's this book it's about so good but he was he was just a badass you know it's he i saw myself in his shoes and and was like i'm not gonna take shit from anybody i'm gonna do what i want to do and, you know, that's kind of how I had to do. And luckily, my family, my wife, and friends, everybody is really supportive. So, um, you know, I was out of work for a year and then went right back into the parks doing airbrushing and characters in, in my wheelchair. Out of your chair? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, I used to have a little scooter, like a little, uh, little three-wheel scooter that yeah. I would do because the park at, in Kansas City is pretty hilly. And I just have a manual wheelchair, so I would use that scooter a lot. That was fun. Fly around in that thing, man. I use that yeah, shit in the grocery store, so man. Fun. Those are yeah. sweet. So, um, so as uh, growing up, what what kind of kid were you? Were you sort of like uh, like a metal type of guy, or what kind of kid were you? Yeah, I was yeah. a I was a, a little wild. I uh, grew up kind of. Uh, you ever seen Days and Confused, the movie? Days Confused. Oh yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Nice well, if I my, did. <laughs> all my all my friends' older brothers were those guys. Oh, okay. So you know we'd be playing in the yard, and these guys are you know smoking out, listening to Molly Hatchet, Judas Priest records on their. It was nuts. Yeah. But it was fun. I loved it. Hell yeah. You know, we'd be out all hours of the night. Uh, it was a lot different back then. That was in the seventies. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you know, then my aunts. My uh, my aunts brought me into, uh, well, my friends and my aunts brought me into metal. My 
parents were super cool. Took me to my first concert. It was like Kiss in the 70s. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I grew up but uh, with, with rock and roll, but then it's everything's kind of gone through different phases. Um, shit, I like, honestly, I like pretty much everything. Uh, with a few exceptions, but I'm not going to say anything. Right, right. I actually, I'm, I'm pretty open when it comes to music, too. There are a yeah. few things that I just cannot stand, but I, it, when it comes to anything, I can listen to majority of music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pr pretty open book when it comes to that. Yeah. What's the biggest challenge that you had to overcome when it comes to everything? Because it seems like you had your family around. It seems like you were pretty tight, and that when it came to recovery, you had a pretty decent recovery compared to a lot. Yeah. Like, I've, I've met some seriously injured people, right? So... Yeah. I'm sure you have too. Uh, it, it was uh, it was tough. Um, my rehab crew in uh, it was in Smithville, Missouri. Uh, they were hard asses, man. But the, they knew they knew that I wasn't gonna. You know, the doctor had said you have a chance that it'll come back. There's a slight chance your nerves can repair. They never did, but I hung on to that chance and I worked my ass off for you know forever and my um my rehab uh team uh nurses and therapists and ot pt you know they just uh man they pushed me hard and i loved it you know because i i was like the youngest dude in the rehab at the time i was 30 something and there was a bunch of stroke victims it was like a specialized unit amputees and, uh, stroke yeah. units right stuff like that yeah. yeah 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 it was tough so they were they kind of clung to me as a, as as a to show everybody else, hey, this young dude is trying to bust his ass, and then they were trying to get me to go talk to the other people, I'd be like, hey, just to kind of lighten them up, because you know, for it was really sad when you're there um, as a patient, you see there's this kind of hopelessness, man, and fucking people were just done, and I, you know, I, I couldn't do that. They weren't. They weren't as young as me, but they were still alive. You know, they had family, they had people there that loved them and stuff. You can't give up on shit like that. You hear their stories so, and you're like, man, holy crap, this is like, you're just like me. Like yeah. one day you wake, especially with the stroke units, you wake up and you're like, fuck, you know, you're a different person all of a sudden. Yep. With me, I uh, I have an autoimmune disease myself, so it was sort of similar. Like my, my autoimmune disease came on throughout like a series of a week. It took sort of yeah. like for me and my body to kind of use the same nerves kind of like deteriorating and yeah. uh, I ended up being put into a coma and taking all this tests, blood work and everything. Like I was seven months in the hospital. Yeah, I saw I saw your, your podcast when you talked about that. I fucking, that's not insane, dude. Not say, isn't it insane. fucking wild? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's awesome that you're, you owned it and you're doing your thing now. And I mean, I love, I love seeing people, not just in, you know disabled but with uh like learning disabilities or, or, or you know whatever you know overcoming the odds and then just kicking ass yeah like the best thing. excel in life fuck yeah 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 you take the card that was handed to you and i mean you do whatever with it in the beginning i will never sit here and say i'm the strongest human being ever i was crazy depressed in the first like year and a half two years and uh, thank God I had the friends that I do because I don't really have too much family around me. Thank God I have the friends that I do and like the support system that I do have within the family that I do have. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really happy that I came out of this the way I am and sort of like going with this. And I think I'm having a lot more fun than I thought I was going to when it came to the podcast and stuff too, right? Yeah, it's just a, a new way of living. You, you, you learn 
well, I got to do this to be happy, so I'm going to do this and fuck everything else. I started driving too. I started driving. I don't know if you do you drive at all. Oh yeah, perfect. Perfect. Is it hand controls? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah hand. okay yeah yeah that's what uh yeah minus two left hand yeah yeah the push rock system i'm assuming right yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah the uh when you have do you are you able to put afos on by any chance or kafos on i can okay and, and i do um it's hard though because i played football way back in the day and my knees are basically just styrofoam right now <laughs> right so even when i'm standing it's really really painful yeah, no, okay. But uh, I, I try, I've tried them, I've, I've used them. Um, I can walk some with a walker, but it's Not over perfect. over the past years, it's just my knees have deteriorated pretty badly. Mm -hmm. so. Honestly, the, uh, oh, you play football, what position you play? Uh, nose tackle, nice. defensive line, basically. Yeah, D-line all day long, yeah. I play the whole line. <laughs> I was the line, yeah. What's your background? Hernandez. As far as like you're uh so like are you are you mexican or are you... yeah okay mexican-american mexican-american that's awesome man that's awesome so you're where your parents Although i get i get mistaken for hawaiian a lot i was just about to ask you if you're samoan yeah. you're like samoan I get or that hawaiian a lot. And with these that's what it was everybody loves it right so we you went can... to hawaii yeah. uh, a few years ago and uh my wife she's white my friends they're white i'm not uh everybody love on us because they thought i was a local yeah Hello. and i was like hey you know hey. Like, yeah <laughs> it's like uh i don't know that's so funny man so, but yeah we took we try to take advantage of it but uh, oh yeah in kansas city i got asked out a lot too i guess they don't have they didn't have a lot of uh Hawaiians up there at all oh, mexican-americans yeah yeah honestly yeah. When, when it comes to canada like they're so multicultural here Oh, it's so multicultural, especially in Toronto. Fucking well, wild. That's, that's why my wife wants to move up there. She went okay. up there uh, to visit uh, right before the pandemic and did a bunch of nature. She's a big uh, like a hiker and stuff like that. She she loves it. So you may see me up there at some point. Hey, man, never know. So when you think about a perfect day, in Lem's life, like, what do you, you wake up on a perfect Saturday? What would be the ideal day? Because, like, I wake up, and if I'm not in pain, that's a perfect day. I experience a lot of pain. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, perfect day, pain free. Hmm. Um, perfect day. What's a day like? You wake up and you have to. You don't have to catheter or anything like that, eh? Like no bowel no. programs or any means. Very, very lucky. Yeah, Man, I was. I, I had to get off of it. Okay, okay. Because I, I was uh, full paraplegic for a while, then it, it just came back eventually over time. But yeah, wow. I had to do all of that shit. So you like retrained your bladder then? That is fucking yeah. wild. And yeah, like that I, shows you, you can do sad. You don't even know how long, I wasn't sleeping. Like I just will, and it sounds stupid, but I literally was like, my brain, I was like, pushing myself like just fucking pee hmm. you know no brain and, to body and, connection yeah brain yeah, to body connection I, I had to so I, you know i don't know if that was it or if it was you know i don't know but it was all this energy because i i i wanted to get better obviously i couldn't get all the for sure know, everything back but 
I'm thankful for what I did. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's all about the brain to body connection. Throughout time, I was it was probably about ten months into me um, being paralyzed. I was seven months. And I left the hospital, so probably three months out of hospital, three, four months out of hospital, I was sitting there watching uh, the TV show House. And I was still pretty paralyzed. Like, my paralyzed waist down, and all of a sudden, I got my very first erection. Post, like, post paralysis. And I was like, holy fuck! Right? Like, come go, like, go wheel it to my bedroom. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was there's something sexual on TV, right? Yeah. So, like, things like that, like, these nerves, these mind, these body, mind connections, like, it's unbelievable what the body can do. That's why your doctors and physios try to push you so goddamn hard, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. awesome. That's awesome, exactly. man. So other than being uh, your back going out, have you ever been broken bone? Have you ever had broken bones, been injured any other way? No, I've, uh, I've gotten a lot of stitches. I've been hit in the head with a hammer uh, by my boss. Yeah. Um, uh had my appendix out but nothing broken luckily I, i've got a pretty i'm a big boy hey man that's big bone. yeah <laughs> big bones <laughs> what do you think your future has in store what, what's the future of len here um well i'm, I'm gonna be 50 in uh, august so future honestly i quit my job doing airbrush and all that stuff in the theme parks to tattoo and it feels like it doesn't feel like work what i know as work in my 40 plus years of working or 35 years of plus working this has never felt like a job you know i i love all the people that work with me i love them they're we're a little family um you know my wife supports it my mom has always supported my art um so I, I don't know. I mean, I could see myself tattooing until I can't, which with the, with the arthritis and everything I've got in my hands, you know, I don't know how long that as is. As long but. as you can, man. You know what? Yeah, when you go into a job and you don't consider it a job, that is ideal. That is oh, yeah. what everybody hopes to have. Totally. It's perfect. I mean, I never, on my drive to work, never think, fuck, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to work today. Maybe because of a client or, or something like that. But uh, honestly, I don't really have uh, any reasons that would keep me from going to work on the daily. So, And I, I need to work. I miss the only thing that, I, that stops me from working is I have this nerve pain. It's fucking mental. You know what I mean? It's like being tasered. And I would love to, I'm 28 years old. I just want to get back out into the workforce. I don't want to move up the government. I'd like to get out there and do something. And I'm just trying. And I, I would hate to, like, pandemic aside, I would hate to try to commit to a job, put my, uh, put my disability away or whatever, like, stop my disability, and then not be able to do the job and then not have the disability to fall on and then just be fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's uh, that's and and then you add the pandemic along with it. Fuck. Like I'm stuck. Yeah, that's that's how how can you win, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's where um it's a tough spot to be in, especially now with the whole, you know, uh pandemic and then you know, uh yeah, dude, I don't envy you. I wish I wish there was there was something we could do as a as a fucking people to help, but yeah. I don't. We're, it's there were so few, 
And I think people are just oblivious to how hard it is for us to just be what they would say normal. Uh, this, what I'm in right now, and what you're, you seem you're comfortable in. I'm, I'm normal. I'm fine. Yeah. But yeah, I can. I. It's hard to do the other things that that they do every day that we can't do. Well, it's even like we're me and you. Like you could say that we're normal, right? But it's still like you look at me. I'm. I'm like half your age and I still can't work because of pain, right? And you are, you're out here killing it. You're, cho you're choosing a whole different career and loving what you're doing. It's, it's so wild. It's so wild, the, the things that, the trials and tribulations that we have to do. Yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. Uh, and I, I never say that word. I fucking hate saying that word. But anyway. <laughs> The, the job I had before this was great. It taught me all my art skills and, and customer service skills and all this management stuff. And then to move into this job and use all of those skills and my art and, you know, um, I think, and I joke, I, I've got a really dark sense of humor. Yeah. I, I, I tend to think that whoever is up there, the spaghetti monster or God or whatever, said you know what your jobs have been so good you can't walk anymore you fucker and that's what happened sit down buddy relax yeah, exactly. for a little while eh? yeah, relax yeah. buddy i like that you've had, like you've had enough with these jobs i'm just going to give you better parking oh so. yeah i'm all i'm all about the parking buddy it's all about it so growing up did you ever like len did everybody just call you len or do you have a nickname at all or um leonard when i'm in trouble yeah. Lenny when I was in elementary and Len since uh eh, since my 20s. Yeah. Leonard. Yeah, so, I was going to call you yeah. Leonard when he came on. Be like, "Hey." Yeah. That's so funny. No, that's 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 what my wife says whenever I say something stupid or do something stupid. Leonard. <laughs> when you're having a bad day, what uh what makes you feel better? What gets you off that uh well... uh Loud music, doing art, and uh, herb. 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 What, uh, what kind of music specifically? I'm a big Radiohead fan. I love Radiohead. But lately, I've been listening to, uh, I hate to admit this, but uh, lo-fi. No shit. Just yeah. having that chance to dance in the background there? Yeah. I, 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 it's either that or Rick and Morty in the background. Yes, yes. So it's, it's always something that I can just fill my head with but not pay attention to. Yeah, I listen to lo-fi when I'm editing, when I'm editing the videos and stuff. Yeah. Podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, and on, on the subject of Rick and Morty, like, is that done? Are they done with that? I think there's one more season. I think I saw a preview I hope so. of season five. I hope so, because that is like honestly yeah. one of the best shows I've ever watched. It's so fucking funny. I just got into it like a couple of months ago, and I was like, what the fuck have I been doing with my life? Yeah. It's so good. How are they not, like, how is this How is this not like the new Family Guy or the new American Dad Simpsons? Like, yeah. I feel like this yeah. should just be like a weekly episode type thing, like Rick yeah. and Morty along with the yeah. fucking, because it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty deep. They do some deep dives, and yeah. sometimes they'll get real uh, 
like serious or it's kind of nuts, man. I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I've seen it a few times already, the whole series. <laughs> uh, do you smoke cigarettes at all? No, I used to. Yep, yep. I used to. Drink, uh, you I, drink I, alcohol? I'll, I'll vape every once in a while. Yep. Just a little e-cig thingy. Yeah, yeah, one of these things, a little vaporizer. Probably yeah. not as big as I this one, but... Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those big boys. Yeah. Blow clouds. Clouds and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, if you had to sit down and think about all of your, like, all your things to give up, your addictions to give up, what do you think would be the hardest for you to give up right now? Coffee. 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 I can't get rid I've tried, you know, but fuck, it's hard. Yeah. I, everything else I could give a shit about, but I don't know. I think because I was raised with it, my grandma used to make it like half and half with milk and coffee, and then that she got me hooked on it when I was a little baby, basically. Yeah. The milk starts weaning off, and you're just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now I'm an Straight addict. Black. Yeah. <laughs> By the time I was three, I was just chugging uh, <laughs> two liters of cold coffee. Yeah, cold I started the cold brew. <laughs> That's too funny, man. If you had a million dollar inheritance, what would you, uh, what would you, would you spend that on? I know a million dollars isn't a lot, but it's enough to figure something out. Yeah. Um, move to Hawaii. Hawaii? I'd sell everything. I've already. This is a plan already. We've okay. already talked about it. Okay. We'd sell everything. And just go. I'd rather be poor in Hawaii than rich in San Antonio. Okay. That's how beautiful it is. That's like, it's life changing. I had been on the, I hadn't been in the ocean for 12 years before that trip because of my chair. Something that a lot of people don't know. And I, uh, I hate to kind of, I'm not boasting, but I did a review of, of my trip on Google Trips or Google whatever. And a ton of people liked it because I was kind of telling them what it's like to be in a chair and going to Hawaii. Because for me, that was the, the scariest thing. I mean, again, I'm not a little guy. So when I'm in a, in a plane, I'm already crunched in. Oh, my. The aisle chair. So, and then, yeah. Yeah. And then flying for 14 hours, like, fuck. So, you know, and my chair is going to be okay and blah, blah, blah. But everything in Hawaii that's, that's, um, run by the city or the island or the government or whatever, uh, the public beaches, you go to a public beach and you let a, a lifeguard know uh, that you need help, they'll bring out those big wheelchairs with, with the, the big tires. Yeah. yeah. And you'll, they'll load you in, will you into the water, dump you out. Yeah. And, and you're you floating. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Tell I, I sat in the water for four hours and pruned up like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, when they're done, you you know, my wife went and got them. It's like, hey, we're, we're going to come out. So they bring the thing in, help you get in, will you back out? It was amazing, man. It, yeah. That was one of the, the things about that trip, an eye-opening thing that I was hoping by writing a review online would help other people. Um, man, it's so accessible, but you got to look. And talk to people. You got to do a lot of, yeah, a lot of calling, a lot of research because for as much money as we spent to go on that trip, I wasn't going to just sit in my room or sit in the, the fucking bar. I was going to do shit. We went on a, on a helicopter ride. I yes. uh, went to the beach. Um, to It was just amazing. 
Yeah, and like um, you said, you're not a small dude, man. So like you're out yeah. here, you're doing this shit, helicopter ride, all this stuff. Like Yeah, the helicopter <laughs> was crooked the whole time. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That's so funny, man. Traveling it is was, absolutely amazing. It was good. Um, but that's what I would do with a million dollars. I would sell all of our stuff and then use that money and the million to move and perfect tattoos over there. Two ta- yeah, I was gonna say you can tattoo wherever the hell you want. Oh yeah, right? Easily. Yeah. Perfect. That is a sweet answer. That's one of the best answers we had on the show for sure, man. Yeah. That's so funny. So you have you done any other traveling other than uh, Hawaii? Uh, where did I go? We've been to California. That was a few years ago, and then a lot of driving. Right. We got family. Uh, my father-in-law is in South Carolina, so that's a long fucking drive. Uh, it's like twenty. One hours. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in two days or three days? What do you do? Two days. Two days. Yeah. yeah. We'll stop. We'll stop somewhere in in uh, Georgia or somewhere. Right. Um, but uh, California, L.A. for a, a wedding, uh, Hawaii, and then driving different places. But we haven't we haven't done anything since the the pandemic. So yeah, that's exactly. Uh, What's one food you can't bring yourself to eat? Eater? What can I not eat? Fuck. I love food, but there's some things. Yeah, me too. There's some things yeah. that I cannot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some things that I cannot stand, man. Um. Uh, like I can't even eat a liver? banana. Oh. I can't eat liver, and I can't eat peas by themselves. Okay. See, there it is. I, yeah. I always look for something weird like that. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. eat bananas. It's a textured thing. Really? Too soft, man. Oh, wow. Like, I don't Not like even like pudding. a green one? Eh, um, I think maybe if I put it in a smoothie or something like that. But honestly, like, I can't do pudding, jello, banana. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just like a texture. Like, yeah. oyster? No, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. I don't know what it was. So if you had a billboard of anything on it, what would you do? Just put lens tattooing? What's your tattoo? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would, uh, I would write, be nice. Nice. I think people need to be... I mean, I can be an asshole a lot of the times, but right. I'm more nice than an asshole. I just think people just need to be nice and be a little bit more intelligent. I wish people can be a little bit smarter. Have you always been like people... that? Or do you feel as if, like, throughout all this uh, stuff, do you sort of learn to be a different, a better person? No, I think I've, I think I've always been a pretty decent person. Um, I, I hope. Oh, yeah, my yeah, wife yeah. would have left me and I wouldn't have any friends if I wasn't. Fair enough, fair enough. That's right. Uh, it always helps be nice, man. Yeah. But uh I I just the 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 amount of intelligence and compassion in society in general is just just taking a harsh dip. And I hate it. Because, you know, me and everybody I know, I feel are pretty compassionate <laughs> people, you know, empathetic people. Right. But then when you're dealing with hordes of people that are not like that, it's just rough. It's it's hard. Very rough. Very yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. Usually towards the end of the uh, segment, I like to ask you uh, who you look up to and uh, do would you rather. Hmm. 
Who, okay. do you, who do you look up to right now, like, in life? I think you mentioned a couple earlier. Uh, well, I looked up to my dad. He passed away a couple of years ago. Because, um, man, he worked his ass off his whole life. And we never needed any, we never wanted anything and didn't get it. You know, that wasn't necessary. But he worked his ass off for our family. So he's a big inspiration for me. Um, and uh, uh, any artist that puts themselves out there and yes. doesn't and doesn't uh, give a shit and just you know, hater be damned. That's the way I am, man. Like any yeah. art is art, whether it be music or whatever, right? Like you, especially yeah. music. If you're out there gonna write your lyrics, compose this, go on stage and do it, like. Fucking kudos to you, man. Kudos to yeah. you. Good job. Because I can't write music, sing, play, play an instrument. Like I can't do yeah. any of the above. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one of the things I miss. I used to play drums back in the day, you know. And then I've got a little electronic kit, but uh, yeah, I miss playing music. My brother, he took that and ran. I got the art skills, and he took the music. Skills. The music skills. A, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So we're going to do the Would You Rather segment. Would you rather have a Texas accent and live in New York or have a New York accent and live in Texas? <laughs> Seeing as you're from Texas. Texas. Texas accent and live in New York. Yeah, eh? Yeah, that's, that's, not a, that's a given. You can't you just get shit on out here. <laughs> I was going to say you can't have the New York accent out in Texas there, eh? No, man. <laughs> no, man. That's not a... Uh... I mean, I know, I know people who have had accents and stuff, but yeah, it's people down here are kind of dumb. Different, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, yeah. right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. where can the people find you? Where can my viewers find you, Len? Uh, Len Hernandez Art on Instagram and uh, LenHernandez.com is the website. But uh, all the other links are on that Instagram profile page. Okay, That's so just in the, uh, the link tree here, check out yep. your link tree and your Twitter is there, Facebook, YouTube. Yep. It's all Len Hernandez art. You guys are pretty fucking sweet artists for somebody who's only been doing this for eight years. Clearly Thanks, you uh, have some sort of background in art and portraits and stuff like that. So yeah, all I really right. like it. You've done a great job. Thanks, man. Yeah. If you're ever down, if you're ever down here, Texas, man. I got you, man. I take Fucking care right. of you. I love it, bro. Hey, we gonna get some you ink. Already know, you already know the shop's accessible. True, true. I like when that. Did, when, when we made it, I helped design it. I was like, if I'm going to work here, if I'm going to quit my job and give up all my benefits to work here, I want to be very comfortable. So every oh, yeah. doorway Bathroom. Is, yeah, bath, everything. Hell yeah. Good to know, brother. Good to know. Yeah. Well, I hope things good with you. I'll stay in contact with you. And if I ever end up down there, I'll hit you up. <laughs> Take care, Len. Thanks, man.